Welcome to the party, bang bang, back again, back again, this week, I told you, we've got another guest, um, you're gonna love this one, this is Jared Lee Jackson of Worldwide, uh, musician, uh, creative extraordinaire, um, huge heart, huge mind, and uh, just uh, just an amazing guy to talk to. A lot of um, a lot of positivity comes from this man, and um, him and his his better half, uh, Lisa King, um, own the Colt and Harper uh, studio in Port Adelaide, where uh, you can go as uh, an artist. Um, and it's just a, it's just a epic creative space and, um, we'll make sure that money making Mitch puts up some images of the space on the, uh, Instagram page. So you guys can check that shit out. But, um, yeah, just a lot of positive vibes from, from Jazzy man. Like, um, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love, uh, to see where he gets his inspiration from, um, and how, how he's grown into the, um, the man and the entrepreneur that he is at the moment and how he goes about creating, um, what he creates. So, um, let's, let's get into it. Jared Lee Jackson. But this like podcasting is sick, man. Like I listen to Mark Maron. I love Mark Maron. It's so good. Yeah. I think like, I think he might have been one of the like, the ones that sort of got podcasts like really to that yeah. next level. Yeah, I think he sort of changed the game a bit. Like. Him and like the dude from the office. I can't remember his name. They had um, like a little podcasting where they'd give their friends shit the whole time. Oh, okay. And it ended up becoming like a show. Oh man, I have. I always have trouble remembering names, but which one is he in the office? He's the guy that wrote it. What's his name? He's fucking huge. Oh, oh um, oh, now I'm having. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> from the from the English guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know him. Oh shit! I, I know his his fake name, I David know. David Brent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've just fucking lost it. I went to Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Oh my god. So did they did they do a show together? They used to do a podcast. I remember like we were touring around Australia in, a, in with this band and like the other band were older dudes. They were in a band called Twenty Eight Days from back in the day, like punk band. Yeah. And then um, yeah, the drummer. I guess he would have been like forty five years old. And he was just like, with his headphones on the whole time listening to his podcast. And I was like, what's the, I didn't even know what a podcast was. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. And then like from then on, like Mark Maron and like um, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is huge. I just love, I just, yeah, it's, it's I don't even know who they're talking to. Yeah. You know, and then like um, just how interested they are and how interesting these people are. Yeah. And what they do, and oh man, it's crazy. And like most of the people that they are talking to are on this like conscious change of like 
what's happening with the world. Yeah. They're not like people that are stuck in like a old fashioned uh, mindset. Yeah. You know? they're or, like, or even the new, the new mindset as in like just everything for social media and stuff like that. They don't really get like, yeah, yeah. people like that. Yeah. Either. They're like professionals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's world wild is that is that your band at the moment yeah like um i guess that was my escape from depression that happened um maybe like maybe three years ago now or something yeah started doing that that was like because i was in a band called dangerous which had sort of i was fighting to keep together but like no one was gelling anymore and and then when that ended it was like um yeah, I just didn't really know how to inject myself back into like getting a job or like society, right. or, you know, and I was just at home, not really knowing what to do. And um, I was just sort of, I ended up drinking a lot and was just sort of depressed and sad. And then um, I just was remembering to all the, th- the times in my life where I felt the most free. And that was like when I was a kid and the music at that when I was a kid, like being at the mall with my mom was like Prince and it was, yeah. you know, um, Genesis and like all that cool shit. So I just remember going to op shops and like trying to hunt for like old cassettes and records and started like really like having this spark for music and it sort of pushed, like slowly just pushed away all this like depression and I just felt focused again, you know? Yeah. So that, and then like buying, starting to like buy I think I got like a loan and I bought like a MIDI keyboard and just started to like fuck around on a borrowed laptop and yeah. it sort of just eventuated into me writing my own music. Okay, so is there anybody else involved? Like, do you have. Yeah, no, like that's just. Or? Yeah, I just have friends who I love. Um, I just ask them if they want to play, like go on a tour or they want to play. Or, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, so I don't have like a set band or anything, but that's sort of something I'm looking to do. I've written a few records for other projects that I haven't, so like um, trying to write music to stay in the theme of World Wild was getting a bit stressful. Mm-hmm. What and would I, you call that theme? Um, I guess it's sort of like just indie music, Yeah. but like with a 80s theme, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I've just written like a bunch of records for like different styles of music. I did a punk record and... Um, this new record that I'm doing I'm working with a guy um, at a recording studio in a city called Ghost Note Studios and we're sort of just compiling content and music and getting it sort of ready to release okay yeah so um, how close are you to that uh, it won't be till mid-year yeah yeah I've written I've got 42 demos for that project yeah like, and like how, lyrics written everything produced everything recorded yeah yeah how uh, how many um records do you think you'll put on that um i will probably do like 11 yeah yeah i think that's a good number and any how, more th- like it's hard to do a record now because like well every song that i put on the record i hope is good enough to be a single you know? right yeah well you kind of if you want to make any type of money out of it you gotta you gotta think about streaming I guess yeah, yeah. now these days and replayability so you want people to just stream it over and over and over again I guess yeah which is is um well like when it comes to music and like <clears throat> when it comes to recordings and money like I'm not 
looking like for me it's a now it's a promotional tool yeah it's like a poster for your event yeah you know this is this is sort of just advertising like it sucks but it that's sort of what it is yeah that's true and like a lot of people are making music for like for bait you know to like reel you in yeah you know but um yeah now it's just sort of like a promotional tool to promote um your brand Mm. which is insane yeah it's (laughs) it's changed so much because like like you were saying like you would you go to the the store like the record store Mm. when you're younger you go you'd look at cds cassettes records that's not that's not a thing now like sanity sanity there's a couple (laughs) left maybe it's crazy that there's any left and like it's gone yeah yeah it's sad it's yeah and i like i always like the tangible things like I hate ebooks. I like to have a real book yeah, in my hand. Yeah, fuck yeah. I like CDs. I like DVDs. Yeah. Um, I mean, as dope as it is to go on Netflix and scroll f- and find whatever. It just doesn't you mean want, anything. Like, yeah. It's, it's just, just like, it's lost its like Everything's spirit. just a throwaway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in the future, like, novelty places will pop up. Yeah. Like, I think you'll see, like, someone will create, like, a DVD store. And it would just be novelty. But it would yeah. be awesome. There'll be like a cafe in there. And, yeah. You know, whatever. And they'll have like famous people come and like they'll have neon signs. And I think that'll happen. And I think that'll happen with like record stores. Well, and, records is kind of yeah. trendy again now. That's true. So, yeah. yeah, I think all that like DVDs will come back as well. And it'll just be... Well, like VHS will come back. Yeah. You know, like, like a VHS yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, you've done yeah. the 80s and it'll be sick. Yeah, because like it's just... It's like vintage clothes at the moment is like the hot thing. Yeah. Like I think like other other vintage stuff will also. Well, I think that suit. like people just notice a difference in quality. Yeah. Like when I wear when I put on a vintage tee, like it's probably been around for like twenty years or whatever, but it's still just that quality that they used to make it. Yeah. That much better, like a bit thicker, and now. You know, you go, you'll go to Cotton On or fucking H&M and there'll be these t-shirts and they're all thin and they got the thin collar and you wash them once and they're done. Yeah, because it's just about how many we can make yeah, at the lowest the, yeah. cost. And like, yeah, and we're, we're done with that. Yeah. You know? Like, we want quality yeah. again. So, like, yeah, just having music played on it at, like, the best level will yeah. be, is something beautiful and wearing clothes that you know will last and you could probably hand down to your kid, like, or whatever, like... Um, same as like musical equipment people are buying old vintage gear yeah old analog synths and like things like that over there is like a beautiful sound to records when you play them yeah it's amazing yeah yeah where like cassettes are pretty shitty yeah but like yeah. and and cds are more digital and like clean but like that that sound of a record playing is like amazing like i love that sound yeah man i play records most mornings when i wake up yeah yeah just an old record player with like shitty speakers but so much character and it's just I don't know it's just like warmer to the ears it hasn't got that like like a weird frequency you probably don't even notice it yeah but um it is there yeah yeah um so you I think last time I haven't talked to you for a few months but I think you had just got back off of, off of a tour maybe the uh, east coast of Australia yeah I haven't toured in a while okay yeah um the just sort of like I've been working on releasing and like creating like um, art yeah so like the performance side of things like I haven't really focused on and that's like a to 
to get people to come to to band practice and for people to be able to take time off work and to yeah. do all that stuff was quite a like thing to to get together so yeah i've just been focusing on um yeah just creating like art and um yeah just being inspired and like channeling emotions and sort of like yeah getting that to a level that i'm like 60 percent happy with yeah yeah i um it's just getting like like last night i did i like listened to my old stuff that i did maybe like a year ago and then like the new stuff i'm doing now and it's just like um, i'm really getting somewhere cool with it yeah, yeah. that's good you got to sort of I was talking the other day about like you you have to know the difference between quality like you can be proud of yourself for creating something but you have to know whether it's good or not to yeah. be able to take the next step yeah I, I would feel um like because this record the stuff that i'm doing now like you know where it's getting done on like a desk and it's in a proper recording studio and you don't need it but it just feels good to know that like you know you did put that effort in yeah and it's um it's authentic and you, you owe it to yourself at that point yeah and it just like, you feel more comfortable like pushing it and like and when someone buys it you're like yeah good because like i worked really hard on that and yeah. like um i don't feel like i'm cheating anyone yeah you know i just i didn't sit there with a the midi controller and not that there's anything wrong with that you know people who can do that in my opinion are, are amazing but yeah. I just can't. I need to. I need, yeah. It's just. I, and I don't know why I'm like that. Maybe I'm just an old, old mind frame. You know. I don't know. I'm, I didn't. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's as as accessible as all the technology and uh, software and stuff is. It doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that it's easier to to make music with that. Um, accessibility yeah that's so, like, true yeah because yeah. I have sat there like fuck I've got like all these a bit like any sound I want in the world what you know yeah how do I make something like yeah. there's everything you yeah. know too many options can be a burden yeah, yeah oh for sure and like um having just having a creative space as well like being in a studio yeah you're there for a reason yeah having like we're in Colton Harper right now which we'll talk about soon but you're you're here to to have a photo shoot you're here to to um create a a work of art you know instead yeah, yeah. Of like you could you could do it at home but at home there's like oh, i've got to do some laundry oh there's some dishes to do there's yeah, you yeah. Know, oh there's a playstation over there yeah like but this is this is a place for you to focus on what what it is yeah. that needs to get done well there is that like sometimes it is a bit of pressure yeah you know if you're paying for a studio and you're there to like write something yeah. and you're like fuck i have to do something yeah. you know, what am i gonna do <laughs> you're drinking like a million coffees to get up some energy and some nerve but like um sometimes the best shit you can write is the stuff where like you know you're on you're somewhere that isn't creative that mm. like you've you've got this idea and you have to get it out and you know you'll be like on the floor of someone's lounge room you don't know and you're trying to be quiet and yeah. you know and like sometimes that can also bring out the best you know um yeah the, the best of what, what you can do you yeah know, sometimes like being in a shitty environment can like like spark and something pretty big yeah i don't think uh 
writing happens in the studio where the like it physically yeah. happens in there but yeah. the ideas come from those those experiences where yeah. you need to either physically take note with yeah. a pen and paper at that time or you need to remember it so you can you can put yourself in a situation and write it down later yeah yeah um but i remember the the photo shoot you did with steve yeah um, this might have been a few years ago yeah and you were coming out of the tv yeah that was for worldwide yeah that's um i love that picture i want to <laughs> use, so use that picture for the when i release this episode that's like that's such a yeah well i love the 80s and like it was all cheese and like i just feel it was really creative and you know instead of using especially with movies and stuff like um all cgi and things you know they actually had like all these old smoke machines and yeah like i just love that yeah and so to be busting out of a tv like some crazy gremlin yeah to me that's just awesome and like like i feel like maybe it's like too like some people might like nowadays i feel like minimal is cool and you know not giving a fuck is more cool do you know what i mean like maybe that's too much effort but that's just what i love but that's almost like that's like played out that not giving a fuck shit like yeah it's it's it is not giving a fuck you're putting effort into not giving a fuck yeah. there's, there's things that you need to give a fuck about like, yeah that's, yeah, the, that's yeah. the bottom line well i do love like just um over the top shit yeah you know like um yeah i do like just mammoth things yeah that are cool to me i loved it because like the the image to me it just it reminded me of the ring when yeah, the girl yeah. comes out of TV, yeah, but yeah. it was it was the opposite of that because that image is in black and white and mm. it's like it's like real like she's kind of falling out of the TV. Yeah. But you were popping out and it was so bright and colourful. <laughs> so it was like kind of the same idea but like extreme opposite. And I, I loved that. I, I was talking to Steve yesterday because I told him I was coming here and he's like he told me to to ask you about when you guys met. Yeah, I think I met him at um rocket bar yeah is that right yeah i think so yeah so you got you guys got talking about marketing or something like that and you called him the next day yeah i he just yeah he was talk, saying like he thought that the music was great and that like i should think about how i market it and present it like social media wise mm-hmm. and i'd like i mean i that's something you think about but social media is a tough one for music i think like um yeah like trying to push songs um and like links to like sound clouds and things like that can be quite difficult trying to build like a new fan base yeah, so oh, for sure. you really have to like put yourself out there and get photos done and sort of um keep people updated with your day-to-day stuff as well so yeah when he i just said dude like i'm an I'm a musician, but like I don't have money to like pay anyone or yeah. do you know what I mean? Like the only way I could work with someone is if they really love what I do. And he was like, "Yeah, well, that's me, man. So let's do it." And I was just like, I just couldn't believe that he was that passionate. Like, you know, had the same enthusiasm and, and passion that I did. Yeah, you know, for something that I was doing, which was like, you know, you couldn't expect that anything like that to happen yeah so did you were you playing that night is that yeah we played at rocket and then i went upstairs and he was sort of standing there and he just sort of came up to me and said dude like you got it going on (laughs) (laughs) and i was like 
oh thanks and then yeah the next day i think we did like a shoot or something oh, okay was, that's awesome yeah yeah and that was sort of like the first time you know i'd been like come up with my own ideas for photos and we'd bounce ideas together on things and yeah he was just he's a beautiful person and to be able to that's the, one of the best things about this whole journey is like meeting people that um believe in you and you know yeah like like a parent would or something yeah that's it's insane especially in this day and age when there's so many trolls and haters and it's so easy for people to give like negative feedback yeah but it's like if yeah like the negative feedback gives me anxiety but at the same time (laughs) it's like i don't know like you got to be doing something good you know for someone to say something bad yeah yeah that's in a way yeah i I do believe that but it's if something is is really shit you're probably just like oh that was shit and then move on but like for it to to insult someone in a way means (laughs) that like holy shit this guy is doing this thing that i hate yeah but it could be massive so i have to put it down yeah or i don't know the whole I don't know, we all have negative thoughts, you know, yeah. but we don't go around fucking saying that shit and we wouldn't say that shit to someone's face. Yeah. So, yeah, like, it's coward. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, the be- that's the beauty of meeting somebody like Steve that was so impressed by what you did. Yeah. That he was willing to, to you know, go out for a shoot and stuff yeah. at no cost. And, and it was so fun. Like, we'd yeah. just be cruising around. Like, the we saw that old TV, which I busted out of, just laying in this like next to my house and oh. we're like dude we should do something with this yeah. and then like it just turned into that yeah we ended up ripping the guts out of it and like yeah it was just super fun and that's yeah. what like people who don't have like a passion or they don't, aren't creative like they're missing out on you do know what i mean like oh, yeah for sure well, when i was 18 my dad pushed me to get a job and like he ended up pushing me into like a factory job but like he wasn't he wasn't doing that out of um um he was doing that because he wanted me to have money and be okay you know but like that happens to people and they get stuck in this job for like 30 years and and they're missing out on like being creative whereas a kid they probably did coloring in and they probably had a they were in their bedroom with like fucking like images of i don't know like the world man and it's it's crazy so yeah just to be able to like meet people and do shit like that is is very lucky yeah so did you have any experience in music before you got that factory job yeah like um so like i'd been playing music since i was pretty young my dad taught me how to play guitar when i was about uh, maybe like eight years old okay so was there ever a time where you were like i want to be in a band and he said you know that's not that's not a job you've got to you've got to go and get a real job or something like no, that no no like he pushed my music to them to the limit okay yeah yeah like um you know i showed a passion for for music and he like we didn't have any money or anything but he would push me um really hard in any direction that i sort of shown had shown an interest yeah he was an afl player he was quite successful he played for state um he sort of ended up partying and um uh, didn't really his career didn't go the way that he planned so I was pushed sort of to be a sportsman which oh, okay. I'm, I'm just not yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe because he pushed me hard on that I 
you know, I thought, no, I'm going to find my own thing. I yeah. started racing BMX, that didn't work out. And then when I found music, um, yeah, it was just, it was like I was born. It yeah. sort of felt like, yeah. And then um, I didn't really like want to be in a band. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, I was just like playing music, yeah. you know, I didn't, I didn't have any ideas and I would just meet people and it would just sort of, you know, I'd just blow around in the wind musically and it would eventuate into, you know, meeting some young dudes and starting a band. And we lived in a town called Ipswich. That's where I was living. And my dad would put on concerts. Yeah. Yeah. He'd, and he would get t-shirts printed up for us and he would make posters. He'd put like advertisements in the paper and we'd put on these huge like concerts, like blue light discos. That's awesome. And they were just massive. Yeah. And my band would headline these shows. Oh. my dad. And we were in the fucking like front page of the newspaper and. That's so sick. Yeah. I remember I was in English class and um, yeah, like I was sitting next to this girl and like I hadn't really been introduced to girls properly, but then. I looked in her like um, what she was doing, and she like had a cutout of like my band, oh my god, <laughs> like glued in her diary. And I was like, holy shit! That's wild. Taste for fame in like <laughs> primary school. <laughs> wow. Oh man. And yeah, we were just playing like heavy, like like metal, yeah. like Deftones and um, like punk music and Soulfly and stuff like that at yeah. that age it's sort of what you do when you're a boy yeah oh yeah 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 we're sort of just skateboarding like my when i started skateboarding that changed everything so that was like a real um character building thing just like so music's individual for me which mm -hmm. is cool i sort of work really well by myself music's individual and so was skateboarding so like I could set my own goals on a skateboard and i could be by myself and i could achieve those goals by myself and yep you know so that was so like things like that I've always been attracted to where um, I didn't really have to rely on like a team or other people yeah yeah so when did you get to the point where where this this happened a Colton Colton Harper from this was out of like boredom boredom yeah so before before this what what were you doing so oh i had dinner at the restaurant you were working at yeah was that your main job at that time no like that was just helping a friend oh, and, okay. like getting a bit of cash in hand at that point yeah okay. yeah 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 so what were you doing before you you opened this up well like i guess a few years ago i'd been um like touring around the world yeah playing drums for a band called dangerous so how many instruments do you play dude like i just pick up anything and play yeah. it like i can sit there with a saxophone i don't know how to play it but i can just keep recording like a line yeah trying to make up something until like you get something right so you so you can i could play it i could play and you could play anything yeah do you know what i mean like i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> i've picked up i've picked up guitars before and i'm an absolute nightmare you could make something with it you could belt, you could get a tune out of it, man. I promise. Like, yeah, but like nothing that sounds good. Like yeah, I can strum it, but like I don't. My left hand doesn't work <laughs> in a way where I can create you a chord. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, you can record one chord and then you can stop it and then record the next chord. You know, you could if you. The whole thing is persistence. Yeah. And um, and yeah, just being persistent with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I, I had a little knack for the drums in high school. 
Yeah. That was probably the awesome. Only That's the best thing, thing you could do is play I, the drums. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to um, use wind instruments. Yeah. Just could not do it. I don't yeah. know. If they are. Like, I think they are one of the most difficult. That yeah. and a violin, man. Yeah, yeah. I can. I didn't. I've never tried the violin, but I can imagine that being hard. Yeah, I just got to tell Lisa to turn that. Oh, that's fine. That will give it a bit of. Maybe, maybe down a bit. Yeah. Thanks. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. So how how many countries have you toured? Oh, we just did like America and UK, really. Yeah. You know, like Germany and Austria, and you can't it's hard to start yeah we didn't sort of we weren't doing it long enough oh australia a lot yeah yeah but um yeah just flying around wherever they wanted us to play and you just have like a manager organize that yeah i mean we had a few management companies um one was called raw power which do like bring the horizon iron maiden things like that and then there was another company in australia and then there was one in america so yeah yeah it's wild like you've been around a bit like music's music's given you a pretty impressive journey yeah it's all been like um it all has been a journey yeah yeah and it's like it's all been a struggle it's never been easy you know and that's yeah that's the thing about being creative i think yeah but that's like if it wasn't that then i probably would just be too comfortable but like that's just all part of the bigger picture. It's like if you put it all into a movie. Yeah. You know, that's... It'd be interesting. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Have your influences or inspirations changed? Like you said, you listened to a lot of Prince when you were growing up. And obviously, like, his music's timeless. Like, you can still listen to it now and love yeah. it. Do you... But, like, as new artists come out and um, develop over time, do you follow new people that that sort of inspire you for yeah music? like for me new artists are more production influences yeah where it's yep. like oh shit what are they doing with that production like how they you know like kanye west is obviously like a genius but like yeah i don't know just like and a lot of the time it's just like well they had the balls just to like release something so simple mm you know, like, now you've got all these options. People want to, like, layer it and layer it and make it, like, this loud and big thing. Where yeah. it's just, like, yeah, like, listening to someone just, like, um, release something out of tune. Yeah. It fucking just blows my mind. Yeah. Like, just... And then, but, like, on most of I don't really, like, look for inspiration. I just let it find me. Yeah. And I just sort of, like, live my life. And if I turn on the radio and there's something inspires me, then, you know, that that happen yeah but it's very rarely I go looking for inspiration it just sort of I don't know there's so much out there yeah it'll get to oh, you if you if you put the that thought energy out there and you open it up like it'll come it's it's like um finding love man like if you, if you <laughs> yeah. look for it yeah just, good luck you're yeah. not gonna find yeah, it yeah this guy looking for like, love yeah if you just like relax mm. like you know go about your business just do do you, what you do it's going to it's going to find you eventually the thing with love like I always found that came when you were just focusing on like 
maybe not even realizing it but when you're just being happy yeah you know like taking everything that's making you happy and being like yes and, and then like, you put this energy yeah. out that attracts the more same shit yeah. yeah 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 so if you're like looking for love and you're down it's like you're not gonna that's yeah. what you're gonna attract yeah you know? you're gonna be at the bar with this like no hope oh, yeah, so. yeah um so you said yeah so you said you were bored and that's mm how the idea for well, Colton Harper came into your head Lisa and, Lisa and I were, were yeah we were just sort of bored mm. I mean we were working I had a recording studio at my house and she was working from home and we didn't really have I wasn't really in, overly inspired at that point I sort of run myself dry and she had a month off and we were just yeah we were, her idea was to do like um like an online artist thing where we have like a um, videographer and I don't know, like a something online yeah. anyway. And then, um, yeah, this space came available and it just sort of blew into our direction somehow. Maybe we were open for it. And yeah. then, yeah, this sort of happened. Wow. It sort of felt like we didn't really push for it too hard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just an idea that, we, you know, you meet with one person to do it and they're like, yes, yes, yes. And then you meet with someone else, yes. And then you ask a clothing brand if they want to stock and it's yes. And it just sort of like, yeah, it sort of just happened. Yeah. And you did a lot of the, the work, like the, the, um, the fit out by yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have experience in that? Um, well, I used to go to, my dad's really physical and hands on. And like, I used to help, I used to just be a really, um, like I have a lot of energy as a kid so like you know he would restore houses so I would help him and stuff like that so maybe just sort of being around that helped yeah. but like I'd never I built all these all this and built the back walls and I'd never it's just sort of like Google you know you yeah, can just sort yeah. of That's it's sort of if you have common sense but even then, you know, like when I'd go to Bunnings to buy screws and it's like, I didn't realize there was like 20,000 different screws. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I'd just be going back and forth to Bunnings, like just returning shit that's not, you know, it's just yeah. sort of hit and miss. Yeah. Yeah. And like, this isn't like a professional job. I mean, like my uncle helped us do all the stud work and stuff. So yep. that's good. But like, I'm not a jit rocker or anything. So. Yeah. And so it was you, so hard, man. Like yeah, this place is up that huge set of stairs and every bit of jit rock is like 2.4 meters long. And I carried 196 of them up those back steps by myself. Wow. And all the wood I carried up and like got all this flooring prepped and yeah, it was hectic. Yeah. Yeah. But like I would, I'm like uh, nocturnal. So like I would come here about one o'clock and be here till 6 a.m. and then go home. Yeah. Yeah. So how, what kind of people are you getting in here in terms of like, like the, this, um, photography studio? A lot of like fashion and bands. Oh, yep. Like there's been a couple of bands, uh, music videos, um, a band called Heaps Good Friends did like a photo shoot here. Um, yeah, just a lot of fashion, like things yeah but mostly local or do you yeah it's all Adelaide yeah we had like a few uh, photographers from interstate 
fly over to use the space but yeah yeah just to do stuff for like adelaide brands and things like that i mean like that's what we want to do we want to be part of this community and we wanted to like um be able to you know share um you know what i've seen from traveling and what lisa's um sort of um built with her skills and things like that with local people yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty amazing man like um I don't. I don't really think the pictures do it justice. Like yeah. I've seen all the pictures, and I walk in, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, whoa! It's like, yeah. And um, we got to finish some things, but then we'll get someone to come around with a camera and, and do like a walkthrough, like in slow motion type thing. So you, people will be able to yeah, like those, to get it, those yeah. online tours that you can do, like in hotels and stuff. Where yeah, it, something yeah. like that, where we can promote the space. Yeah, you know, as like a hub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is your is your family still in Adelaide or are they in Ipswich? No, they move. They live in oh, where are they? Coolum Beach. Where's that? Uh, Sunshine Coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I've got a sister. So my sister, sort of, I always had these crazy passions. Like, um, I would look up, like. All, I would go to the drum shop and just annoy the, the guy there and get all the brochures and I was passionate about like classic cars and all these things that like my dad and could sort of um, relate with and mm. enjoy doing as well so my sister growing up didn't really have any passions at all yeah. like you know she um, would always just get a boyfriend and sort of whatever they were doing she would sort of adapt or whatever yeah. you know like she didn't and um yeah, I guess like the last couple of years, um, her and her partner bought like a bus. Yeah. And they just were traveling around Australia and they lived in this bus. Oh, and wow. it sort of got pretty popular. Like people would follow their Instagram and things. And then they worked their asses off. Like, got to give it to them, man. They worked in a, in a mine. Both of them? Yeah, down in uh, Western Australia. Yeah. And um, yeah, they just sort of lived in this bus whilst working in a mine. Wow. And then... Um, saved up and bought their own yacht so like um now they um live in this yacht and they got their own channel it's called sailing nanji yeah and um yeah it's sort of informational and adventurous at the same time so like my sister will you know they'll sail somewhere and she would talk about how captain cook sailed there on on this day and and then they would film the engine blowing up or you know like one of their sails breaking yeah she runs around in a little bikini, so... Oh, okay. You know, and, but they've got, like... They get millions of views on wow. their YouTube. That's and, amazing. like, that's how they make their money now, like, making videos. They're sponsored by GoPro. They're sponsored by all these cool brands. Yeah. And, and they got a lot of support from their patron. they got, like, a patron account where, like, I'm a patron, so every time they post a video, five bucks goes into their account, you know. So they do... Um, they have a lot of supporters. Yeah, yeah like even awesome. here, like in Port Adelaide, there's like a sailing community. I'm walking down the street and they're like, are you Benita's brother? I'm like, what? Oh, wow. Like, yeah, we love, we, we're like huge fans of their sailing channel. And I was like, wow, my sister's so famous. <laughs> That's amazing, man. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fucking beautiful just to see her like find a passion and find a partner that wants to be as adventurous as like she always had in her, but just, you know, didn't yeah. know where to like release it. Or yeah. Anything. Yeah. Wow, and is it, is your mom still around? Yeah, like she's a she's sort of the the rock of the family. Yeah, yeah, like she um she's a computer programmer, 
when I was a kid, we were sort of living in uh, Wyala in a halfway, in a half house. Yeah. Not re- didn't really have any money, and um, I think my, my dad paid for like he paid for all our uni bills, and like he was working in a steel mill. Yeah. And um, post footy. Yeah, he was coaching A grade footy, so he was like the local coach for Wyala. Yeah. Aruna Bay Football Club A grade coach I think they won a few grand finals that year those years he was there and um, and he was uh, working in a steel place and yeah he's, he supported mum while she like um, became a compu- uh, an amazing computer programmer wow yeah she's an amazing woman yeah uh, so I'm guessing they've seen this place yeah so dad came down and like he helped me build some of it yeah yeah that's cool yeah that was crazy it was awesome man because like um i'll never forget like you know sanding the walls and covered in fucking jit rock and then i'd look over and my dad's there yeah like those their moments that like um are important to have yeah and it sounds like you've sort of had them consistently through your life like you said you, you helped him out like fitting houses and like you know cars and stuff like that yeah and and then he gets to he gets to help you out (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) that's awesome i mean he was the strongest man to have ever walked this planet when i was a kid man like he would i just seen him pick like we used to build we lived out in the bush and he'd build like retaining walls out of rocks and like we built our own house um in a gully like just to save costs you know yeah. not, i don't think he wanted to but yeah. <laughs> um yeah he built like a house and yeah like i've seen him pick up rocks that would you just wouldn't believe that a man could pick up you know yeah. just to get the job done yeah he could he's the kind of dude that could climb mount everest but he'd get close to the top and something would happen he'd come he'd have to make the hard decision to come down you know? yeah yeah but he'd have a story to tell yeah yeah, yeah that sounds a bit like my dad <laughs> yeah. he, he always is like on a bit of a journey he's getting somewhere and then there's just a you know fork in the road and a bit of a tough choice fork kind of like <laughs> turns turns right back to where he's coming from but yeah I, I think like he's just really impatient I think if he if he learned how to breathe you know control his breathing a bit better and was a bit more patient I think things would sort of because yeah people look up to him and he's full of wisdom you know so yeah I think if he um gave himself a bit of time he'd be out, he'd probably do more he'd, yeah yeah so you've got the the new project coming out and, oh dude and it's like i was thinking about the other day it's sort of fucked that my parents have been so supportive yeah like because i always i always just feel like a true artist has to like have that the struggle yeah, yeah. and it's <laughs> like man well, do something shit like <laughs> I'm trying to think back when I'm a kid, like something fucked up that's like messed me a bit, but like there's not really anything. It's like all my own doing, you know. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I mean, that's a lot of artists have that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've always. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and that was more just apologies. sort of. I think I was just true to. The, I think I was just sort of influenced by my surroundings, you know. So. Yeah. But I've always just been really passionate about music, and like that's always been like a rock, you know. Like you couldn't, you couldn't rip that out of my soul, like and so that's that's always been something that i've known yeah 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 and how how are you going to release this new project that, that you yeah so i'm gathering content um i'm gonna i'm gathering um like photographs all the social media content that we need doing all the music videos before we even like release one thing yeah so like the first year will be done 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's like a bit older, it's only that first year. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. it's going to be okay. Because I want to stay current and I want to release things that are new and keep myself excited. You know, yeah. I hate... I hate just like sitting on things and I hate it when you're working a project with someone else and they want to sit on it. It's like, oh yeah. man, that's so frustrating. You know, and we live, yeah. But yeah, it's good to be patient. That's the hardest part about living in today's society, I think, is being patient on your on your art. Yeah. And, and yeah. It's, yeah, especially with the um, reduced attention spans of everyone. Yeah, that. man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So what's what's next for you? Yeah, so I'm just, um, I'm working, I'm going to be working on a film, so like doing um, like all the music for, um, I can't really say the name of it at this point, but um, yeah, like a film. Oh, wow. Yeah. Scoring it? Scoring, Oh, yeah. wow, that's yeah. awesome. Is local, that's local as well? Um, yeah, th- um, th- it's like local, but also with o- overseas sort of yeah. things happening with it, yeah. yeah. Cool, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's sort of what, like at the end of the day when I'm, older like that's what i where i want to like be focused Mm -hmm. yeah so i still want to like release my own music and that'll be something i'll never stop doing and performing live hopefully but like i think my the bigger picture for me is film scoring yeah 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 big time i like yeah and that's such a maybe I think it goes over people's heads a lot, but it's such an important part of, of film. Well, like, so. if you watch a film without music, it's nothing. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And, like, I, I, even when I'm with Lisa, we're watching, like, a, a movie, and I'm like, oh, the fucking music. Man, don't play this music. Yeah. I'm going I'm to cry. Like it's, <laughs> a, like, it's fucking me up. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, it cry. happens with her, too. I'm like, man, I have to play this <laughs> big string ensemble like yeah. fucking ah oh. you know when something's like just about to go wrong it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like the anxiety builds up your it's, emotions build up and then it's like bang <laughs> yeah and like at the cinema like the big screen is amazing but though the sound is to me is everything yeah it's all, all these textures yeah yeah and they, they're the things that bring up like nostalgic emotions and yeah all, all that shit yeah that's something that I've probably realized more in like the last few years of my life is like I'll hear a song yep. and I'll be I'll be back in that exact moment of time. Yeah. I'll know like what car I was in, what corner we were turning yep. around, yep. what we were talking about yep. when that song was on and it's just like all this shit is like a soundtrack to your own movie. Yeah. And then mm. one, like like you were saying if like you're watching an emotional movie and a Prince song comes on, you're going to identify with that so strongly because that's your childhood and it's going to change your whole perception of the movie. And you might love it. It might be a shitty movie. You might love it so much more than anyone else (laughs) because of one specific scene with that song in it and you don't even realize that. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 I get hit big with like nostalgic music. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think because I was just so... I don't know. I was just so um, when I was a kid, like everything was just massive to me. Yeah. And even when I was just in my bedroom, it's like four walls. My mind was huge. Mm-hmm. It was huge. I could just sit there with a toy car, and like it wasn't a toy car. Yeah. It was a fucking like car yeah. in like New York City or like on a mountain, going on the edge of a ridge. Yeah. Like you know, like it was. And so like when I heard like hearing music and like hearing all the music that my dad showed me like he showed me a lot of like Bob Dylan and 
Towns Van Zandt and like Bruce Springsteen and things like that. So when I hear like classic like rock music, you know, and folk music, yeah, it fucks me up. Yeah. Yeah. It's good though. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I can't listen to music. Oh. I'm like, I can't. I don't, I'm not listening to this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> This is this was not cool. It's too heavy. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not it's not the song that's heavy, but it's what it reminds me yeah, of. Yeah, I'm not going back there today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we with the music with Colton Harper. You you happy? Yeah, man. Um, and I think that's sort of like what attracts people um, to um, my sort of path is they they can sort of see that like I'm a pretty if something's like wrong I just won't do it now yeah yeah yeah. you know sort of if I have to like um, let it do its course I will but like I will sort of know in my mind oh this isn't working so I'm not going to do it yeah I just um, even like um, like money isn't important to me anymore like as long as I'm eating food and like we that's all we are doing we're like getting by yeah you know but like we're not it's just to the point now where it's like if we're if it's something that's ruining our energy, then like we'll fucking just get rid of it. Yeah, this is and, this and is, like sometimes you have to you know you have to like let it. You can't just stop something halfway through. You might have to, you know, give it your best and, yeah. and just. But you know that that's done. Yeah, yeah. you know. So yeah, uh, it's a, it seems to be a growing theme with everyone that I've talked to on the podcast that the happiness success thing like there is a huge difference between happiness and success yeah like you like for me i am successful yeah you yeah, know what i mean yeah. like and some people whether some people it, yeah. it's their what's in their wallet makes them successful but that's not it no if you've got to work 14 hour days and and like you're stuck in a windowless office yeah you know like what about that is successful yeah i don't know yeah like, but you know, you're, you're, you've got your own business, you're, yeah. you get to be creative, which is what you've, you know, you've always been now. You're talking about your imagination from being a young age, being in a bedroom, four walls and, but you're in New York city. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And now you've got this amazing space here, mm. regardless of whether you're breaking even or, you know, you're, you're in the red a little bit. You know, as long as you're eating. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's success. And man. as long as I'm like right now, I'm making um, the art that I'm making music-wise is like, yeah, it's it's um, the best I've ever done. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's what's making me really happy. And that's yeah, and that's a, probably a reflection of your happiness is that it's coming out in in your creativity yeah I mean and a lot of it's not happy music yeah but you know when I listen to it I'm like it's touching me yeah so I'm like fuck like that's this is it like this is good yeah yeah this is like um, it's not just nostalgia but it's like real emotion and like it. yeah and it's to be able to like have the time and to have the the things around me to record it and, and do it and um and coffee <laughs> you know like that's been to be honest like that's been a huge thing for me yeah like you know Lisa will go to bed I'm like I could go to bed or I could have a coffee yeah and so like it'll be 10 30 p.m. and I'll smash a coffee and I'll be up till five but like I've done a whole song yeah and I've probably had like two or three coffees in that period just to keep the this energy up you know yeah um 
yeah, you just sort of like got to know what works for you and, and, and go with it, you know, so. Yeah. At this point, it's coffee. Thank God it's not like heavy drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah can't be mad at coffee, man. Right? <laughs> coffee is my own fault. Yeah. <laughs> man, thanks so much for um, being on Welcome to the Potty. Yeah, I hope it's, it was good, man. Oh, so good. So yeah, good. Sick. I think people will love that for sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I've like yeah I, I I don't really know there's so much that I've done where whether it be um, you know when we signed to Epitaph or we had our own TV show on MTV or um, you know like tour stories or yeah. you know there's so much you know probably I don't know what to do with all that but yeah. it's for me you know so it's yeah. cool I don't want to um, try I try not to get into the stuff that people know so much about already yeah yeah. yeah, try to get more into the personal That's stuff. That's rad, and I love that you're doing this. And, um, yeah, I hope, it, I hope it's fucking huge, man, because yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, I hope so. I yeah. mean, just... You're, you're enjoying and it, and you oh, get to, like, it's... meet these people, and you get to learn about their lives, and, yeah. you know, like, everything that you hear, you've heard, and you can't really erase that. And that is and that is energy that you get to, like, experience. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, um... And I think like it's easier to access that with with having a, a show like this. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird to just randomly have mm. hit you up one day and be like, "Hey, do you want to talk about like your entire life?" Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. like, so it's like it's kind of cool to have an excuse to like yeah. do that and learn about you and learn from you as well. It's, yeah, yeah, that's it's awesome. Great. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, thanks again. Yeah, of course. It's been really fun. <laughs> I told you you were gonna like that. He's oh, what an interesting dude full of consciousness, mindfulness, man, um, creativity, and man, just talking, talking to him about, uh, escaping, you know, darkness or, um, the power of positivity and positive energy and, um, what he's been able to build from, you know, being in a undesirable sort of place at one stage and, um, coming out and building Colton Harper. Um, make sure you look up Colton Harper on Instagram and make sure you get down there uh, to Port Adelaide if you if you are in the Adelaide area um, and check out that that space because that's, that's pretty amazing stuff. Uh, I was absolutely blown away when I was actually in there. Um, it's, like I said, like I said to Jazzy, I don't think the uh, the pictures do it justice. Like I'd seen the pictures and I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. And then when I was in there, I was actually like fucking flabbergasted. So get in there, check that out and, um, follow, uh, Jazzy, uh, worldwide on Spotify, uh, and Instagram and, um, enjoy his content and man, you know where we're at. Welcome to the party on instagram welcome to the party on facebook and um welcome party on twitter yes yes we've changed it from it's time to party to welcome party keep it all in line
All right? Make sure you're listening. Make sure you're sharing. Bruh, we are loving doing what we're doing, meeting these amazing people and keeping you up to date on the the affairs. What's going on? Is it Trump? You know? Is it the NBA? Is there... What, what type of fuck shit is there going on? And who's who's rocking that poor posture? You know? So get with us uh, this weekend for for some some new fuckery, man. Bang bang. Baby, welcome to. Baby, welcome to.